Congratulations! It's your host, Teresa Lee. You know me, Daddy T, Father Long Legs. Okay, it's another good week, and congratulations, Canon, because we've got some great news coming, alright? Um, I love listening to this episode and editing it because this is the final episode I did with Jaquise, and it was only one month, two months ago when we recorded this. From the time you're listening to it, and so much has happened. I mean, I was still excited about my album coming out, and since that, I mean, it's come out, it's out, and he was talking about going to amusement parks, and we are vaccinated, we are going to pool parties. It is a wild ride, cannot wait. Um, but first, before we get into that, I want to tell you about what's happening in the news. All right, I want to congratulate a friend of mine. She was not a guest on this pod, but you probably know her work from watching my short film, I Think She Likes You. She was the DP on the film. Congratulations to Carissa Dorson for publishing her first photo book, Conversations with Dad. It's a beautiful, heartfelt book where she actually gets to know her. I mean, she knows her dad, but she spends time with her dad through taking photographs together. And it's beautiful. You can check it out. Um, I just got mine in the mail and it's she's just a wonderful photographer and has a great eye and just I love the messages she says and if you haven't seen the short film yet I mean I don't know what are you doing go watch it it's on YouTube and Vimeo and check out her other work she's amazing um, congratulations in uh, a wider celebrity news I guess athletic news to the first well, we all know this is not the first, but the first uh, out and active gay player in the NFL. Um, Carl Nassib of the Raiders came out and big heartfelt congratulations. Um, I know it feels like we've come a long way and we really have, but the fact that we are celebrating now the first active gay player in NFL history really says a lot. Um, so that's amazing. Uh, of course, we know that Carl's not the first gay player. So it's really cool that finally we're in a space and it's just because we're in a space where we're more open doesn't mean it's not as hard to come out and talk about that. So congratulations to Carl. Um, really proud and excited for you um, for being your true self. And uh, also this one. Okay, I wanted to talk about this one only because I was so excited the algorithm read me right. This isn't someone I know. I'm curious if any of you know her or are familiar with her work, but I was advertised, you know, an Instagram music video, um, and then I was bored enough to check it out, and I actually really liked it, and then started listening to her other music, and I thought, wow, algorithm, you are starting to get really good. Either I'm becoming more of a robot, or you are becoming more human. I don't know. Grace Gaustad has an, a song out called Creature, um, good, great pride anthem. I really love the beat and the sound of it, and just, I mean, it's like, a fun dance jam it's just fun it's got a cool little twang twangy background music with everything you love in a dance jam and it's you know a young artist uh she, she seems like she's expressing herself and uh, she seems excited about putting herself out there I don't know I, I don't know if there's big money behind her to me she seemed like an independent-ish artist I might be naive in that sense because I thought Troye Sivan was too but anyways um yeah so I don't know congrats for marketing <laughs> Instagram I guess I'm just sharing some good news. All right. Um, that being said, let's move into the past. Okay, here's my past congrats of the day. Congratulations on this day in history. Jean-Francoise Gravelette, okay, known as Blondin. You, did, you knew that, of course. No, you didn't. I didn't know that either. Crossed the Niagara Falls on a tightrope that was 1,100 feet and 160 feet. Wait. Okay, it's at 335 meters and 49 meters above the water, but it translated it to feet, and it's very confusing. 
But let's just say that's freaking long, okay? That was this day in 1859. Wow. I mean, how many people can say they've done that since then? It's like to be the to be somebody who's done that, you might think like, oh, everyone's going to be doing this now. It's like, no, really. I mean, if, if I did that today, it would still be hard, truly. So congrats, Jean-Francois Gravelette. Sounds pretty cool. And I don't think I, I don't think anyone's coming for your record soon. Um, speaking of the personal, okay, I have news, um, sort of. Every time I say I have news, I'm at the age now where all my friends think I'm about to announce an engagement or a baby. And let's just say that's not that's not it, okay? If it was that, first of all, <laughs> I wouldn't be announcing it here. Second of all, I just would try to, you know, definitely be getting clicks or likes from it. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> I did meet my boyfriend's parents, okay? That was really exciting. It's something that I didn't realize until we were on the way there. Truly, like, thinking about it, like, I've never met any of my partner's parents. Um They've never invited me to meet them. I don't know. Maybe we've never been serious enough. Uh, Several of the people I've dated have met my parents. But, you know, I've always been in past situations where, um, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Let's not get into it. Um, I am always jumping in first. So to me, I felt like this is a sign that really like all the work I've done with therapy and learning about myself and really getting to know myself before I felt ready for a relationship really paid off because normally the old version of me would have just been really just in a different headspace um but this felt very natural it happened on father's day and um yeah it was really really sweet and so wonderful and you know I'm not gonna get into the personal private details because they are not comedians and I respect the family but I just thought it was really cool to be able to meet them in person after a long hard lockdown and um honestly like this this man I love I love him oh my gosh I'm getting sappy and so it was really cool to just meet his parents and see him interact with them and see how what great people there are um obviously because he's great so I don't know, that feels happy to brag, but truly it meant a lot to me. So can you tell I get uncomfortable getting earnest? Okay, let's move on. All right, let's get into the final episode with Jaquise Neal. I had so much fun catching up with Jaquise over the course of a month on Clubhouse. We actually got a little extra over a month because a fun story about this episode is we rescheduled a week and then we both forgot the day and we both messed up. And he actually was kind enough to pretend he messed up the second time, um, but it was me. But we both were like, were we supposed to record yesterday? Uh, and we both looked at our calendars like, oh, fuck, yeah. So I guess congrats to us for being friends on the exact same <laughs> forgetfulness wavelength. Uh, but we picked back up and recorded this episode um, in April and very excited to share it with you. Um, so much has happened since. So I just feel like it's so fun to, I don't know, like, I don't want to say watch my friends grow because that's so sappy and gross. But but I guess both of us like I listen to this and I hear new stuff that has happened since me. So I love it. Love it so much. Uh, had so much fun with Jaquis. Hope you enjoy it and definitely go listen to his podcast, which is now in full swing called The Cast Out on Headgum and follow him at Jaquis Neal on everything um, and find the footnotes if you want on my OnlyFans or in the Discord chat. I will post them in both. All right. Enjoy. So, uh, hey. hey, what's up? What's up? Sorry, my super you... phone wouldn't open the app. So no, you're so good. Um, I had trouble. 
Hey, Jaquise, you're you're just on time because I was just spewing about uh, how much I love Swaley and to fill the time. And uh, hell yes, <laughs> you're a Swaley fan. Oh, I feel like I did know that, but um, because this song came on. Wait, okay, let me play a little bit of it again because I was just listening to like all Swaley, but this song. Do you know this song? Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I've heard this. Okay, you know why I love this song because. So many, I feel like as much as I grew up in the 90s and, you know, shook my butt to th 369, Damn Tree Fan, you know, Yin Yang Twins, all that, like, I love that the Gen Z um, version of, like, singing about looking for a babe, looking for a girl, like, incorporates their feelings, because he's, like, yeah. looking for a carefree diva, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> like, we get it, you want girls, that's cool, but also, like, I feel like back in the day, songs that I, you know, freaked my, my butt to on the middle school dance floor weren't, like, looking for a girl who solved her childhood trauma, healed, and really, like, out there and knows what she wants. Like, they weren't saying that, but, like, no. they are now, and that's pretty hot. So it's, like, looking for a hot girl who isn't going to regret this interaction later and is super down. I'm, like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, listen. Listen, Gen <laughs> Z is getting something right because we was, we was shaking our ass to, uh, yeah, sweat you know, down back my balls. in the day. Well, I mean, and that's fun. You know, like, it's like, I don't regret how I grew up, but it, did it affect me somehow? Maybe, probably, but... Maybe. Know. But, Maybe. We, you know, I'm so glad we have the internet to catch us back up because I think that I've done the work, uh, hopefully, not all of it, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm happy for Gen Z first, <laughs> for their role models. Sure. <laughs> um, how have you been? I know it's been a minute. This is our final uh, catch-up, which I feel is very exciting because uh, I'm kind of glad, like, we... We both skipped a week on both of our whoopsies. Really, it was my whoopsie because it's my show and I really shouldn't have forgotten, but we both forgot. <laughs> I know. Um, it's, it's okay. Like, yeah, I, I like, hit you up last week and was like, the day after we said we were going to do it, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about yesterday. And then you was like, oh, no, it wasn't yesterday. And we both figured out it was. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like that you were polite about it because I bet you did forget, looked at the email, and then was like, did I forget? And then I was like, no, you didn't. But then I looked at the email, too, and I was like, oh, you're right. But for some reason, my calendar put it in as a totally random day. Like, I think sometimes when I'm traveling, I'll put it in, like, instead of March, I'll put May or something. But it was, like, in a random, it didn't even make sense. I, like, found it in, on a Sunday somewhere, and I was like, what the F? Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm chilling. I just got a gold chain in the mail today, woo! so, you know. Okay. It's chaining day. It's chaining day today. But other than that, you know, I'm uh, I'm, chilling. Chain, I'm just playing are, video you're games. You're buying yourself. Is this like a prize for yourself? You got a gift or? Yeah, I got I got a little gift for myself. You know, celebrate celebrate myself. Yes. So, uh, Congrats. That's yeah. the best. A little gifts for yourself. That's no. I feel like that needs to be more. Like we need to just buy our thing self things more and then like talk about it because it's like that. That always makes me so happy because it's like, especially as an adult, when you're a kid, you have to like earn, you know, you have to be like, I have to be good for 10 days in a row or whatever. I don't know. I'm sure your mom wasn't like that. Mine was. She's like, you got to get 10 smiley faces to get a prize. And now I'm an adult. <laughs> I still am like, I got to do good things to get a prize. But I'm like, no, or I could just like be good all the time and also buy myself things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you truly can do terrible things and buy yourself a prize now. True. You're an adult, so... <laughs> But but it feels better when we do good things and then feel like we've earned our mm -hmm. earned our prize. Well, congrats on that. Well, I have a, a exciting um, uh, good news that I, I'd love to share. 
Um, Please, I, I my... hope it's about your new album. Oh, I guess that's true too. But no, this is more, way more generic and less career oriented. But I got my first vaccine. Oh, nice. I know. It's like I. Sh it's funny because I, you know, would would be excited about career stuff, but for some reason this one just really feels like ah, oh, something exciting yeah. happened. Yeah, no, I feel that. I'm uh, real talk. I'm 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 so over the pandemic right now, and I say that without saying. I say that without like, you know, I don't think we should not be safe anymore and stuff like that. We still should. Mm -hmm. But if anybody isn't just over this shit, then like <laughs> I don't know. Like I, some Nicole Thurman posted something the other day. And was like, some people just want this pandemic to keep going because they're really good at following rules and they can feel like kind of morally superior that they are, you know, following the rules. And I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense because, man, like, if I'm fully vaccinated and I'm hanging out with a couple other people who are fully vaccinated, like, why would that make you mad? <laughs> you know, why you need to go online and be like, Hey, I know we're still in a pandemic. Uh, you're not wearing masks anymore. Like, yeah, we are, but shit, it's been a yeah, year. Yeah. I want to see my friends, and if I can, I'm going to. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a special that kind simple. of, like, uh, I, I put that on the, like, ex extreme Twitter left side of things of, like, wanting to compensate for probably what, if you're, like, very public, you probably see a lot of, like, the opposite reaction of, like, this is a hoax. But then most people don't see that, so then when you're just aggressively, like, Everyone needs to follow the rules. Like most people are sort of following the rules and then that just looks wild. I'm like, yeah, I, I do follow. I love rules, but I also don't want to be inside forever. So I'm happy yeah. whether we all followed it or not. I'm happy that it's ending and I will keep following rules. But like, I'm not about to be mad that someone got away with it. Cause like, I don't know. That's their life. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I'm happy you got your vaccine. <laughs> you got what I did it take you out. Did it take you out? Like it took me out. No, like, I was like, my arm was sore, and then the next day I was tired, but I, I think I got off easy on this one, and I I don't know why, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> That's dope. I'm happy for you. Hell yeah. We we out here. We out here in these vaccinated streets, baby. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We can yeah. hang out soon. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I've been so excited. You know, like some theme parks are opening back up. and. Oh, yeah? Uh, are, you a, are you a big Disney yeah. fan? I'm uh I'm looking forward to just like doing shit like that I would do before we all like locked down and mm -hmm. I didn't do anything for a year so yeah. I'm uh I'm looking forward to getting out of this damn house and seeing more people and hanging out. Yeah. You said theme park, which I want to unpack. Uh are you a big theme park person? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Disney I'm or big, Universal uh, or like just everything? Big... You say what? Disney, Universal. Like, what's your theme park? I mean, like, I'm a Disney. I'm a Disney guy for yes. sure. Um, love it. No, no doubt. I but love I'm also, you know, I like Universal. Uh, I got season passes to Six Flags, so I like, Whoa. you know, I like Thrill too. Six Flags. There was a, there was a point where I ever. had season passes or annual passes to every park in LA except Knott's Berry. Whoa. Well, yeah, except Knott's Berry Farm because oh, I yeah, don't yeah. care about Knott's Berry Farm. Nah. Um, damn, that's wild. Uh, okay, what else? Give me another good news because I haven't talked to you for like two weeks. 
I know. What else? I you mean, were honestly, doing something cool when I talked to you last. Well, we when we talked last, you were like doing a cool vacation that we got cut off. So, how did I, I know. go? <clears throat> yeah, I, I was in Solvang. Um, Solvang was dope. I really like it. It's this little Danish town that's kind of modeled after Denmark, I think, or some somewhere over there. And uh, just a lot of like bakeries and <laughs> Is I don't that why know, you went? like bakeries? meat. It's bakeries and meat, and oh, wow. it was good. It was good. I had me some Danish pancakes, which is basically a mix between pancakes and crepes. I never um, had that. That sounds good. What else? Yeah, it was good. It was good to get away. It was good to get away, get out of the house. Um, well, congrats on the vacation. Yeah. I took a little vacation too. I think that's why we both uh, got a little scatterbrained. So. Uh, I, but I haven't like traveled at all for so long for fun that I was like, yeah, I'll schedule things after. And then yeah. I went to Colorado to snowboard for a few days. So it was very much like disconnected on the slopes and then came back and was like, uh, what do I have to do again? <laughs> yeah, that's dope. How was Colorado? <laughs> it was so fun. We got snow, which is wild because it's so hot in L.A., but it snowed so much the day we were leaving that it's not the day we the night we got there, which was perfect because then the next day on the slopes was great. And then it was sunny the next day. We did three days. And then the last day, it snowed overnight before we went home. And we woke up, and it was, like, white everywhere. And then I flew wow. back to L.A., and it was, like, 80 degrees. I know. What a, what a fucking culture shock Yeah. Uh, to the system. Yeah. I love Colorado. I've only been once. It's great. I went to Denver, and then we yeah. kind of explored from there. Were you doing comedy there? No, no. I just went for me and a friend, like, me and my friend from Chicago, where it's like, all right, man, we, we want to hang out. This was a couple years ago. We want to hang out, but, you know, I always either come home or you always come here. Lord, not always, but you've come here. Obviously, I come home. Let's just, like, meet somewhere in the middle. Oh, uh, awesome. So somehow we landed on Colorado, and we both just, like, took a vacation to Colorado for, like, three nights and hung out. It was dope. Nice. That's the. I feel like Denver is a really good meet in between for East Coast and West Coast. Because it's like, it, it has every, you know, you can go hiking, you can go boarding in the summer. It's still nice. You can, I mean, you can smoke a ton of weed if you're into that and you can go to the breweries. There's a lot of comedy. It's like a great meet in the middle, get a little bit of everything and get away from everything. Yeah. I mean, when we went, the recreational weed had just like passed. Ooh. Um, and like so you know that was a cool thing to go and then it was summertime so we didn't get any winter shit but we did a lot of hiking and the breweries were dope yeah. and to this day to this day i'm looking <laughs> for a restaurant that has as good as biscuit sandwiches oh, yeah, as the denver biscuit company i didn't get to go because i got the messages like we were driving up to the uh mount breckenridge so by the time i saw your yeah, I guess for listeners, I uh, posted, like, where should I eat breakfast? And you responded, and I'm like, that sounds so good, but it was too late. But that's okay. Yeah, next time, next time, next time. All right, next time. I know uh, your album just dropped, or, mm-hmm. like, it is, it just dropped, right? It just dropped, like, a few days ago, right? It literally came out April 1st, and my mom was like, is this a prank? And I was like, <laughs> uh, no, I, I guess that would be a very elaborate prank to like go get a photo shoot and everything and just post a blank album. But um, yeah, yeah. now if I guess if by the time people hear, well, if you're listening to this now, it's called we're still doing this. You can get it on everything. You can stream it on Spotify for free iTunes. The one I put on Bandcamp because I 
like iTunes, I can't choose how, I don't know, you know, it's all Apple and whatever. And I'm like, ah, it's kind of pricey and they don't even give me that much, but I wanted it on there. But if people want to do the Bandcamp one, that one comes with two bonus tracks of me literally like during quarantine recording, uh, just like a diary audio notes in my phone. I do this a lot. So I picked a few that I thought were kind of quirky and weird that are mm-hmm. more <laughs> accessible um, but you know, sometimes I wake up early and just talk about the singularity as I'm sure you have seen. And so it's like that. Uh, mm-hmm. so that one comes with two bonus tracks like that, which I feel like captures 2020. Well, I hope I'm not in that state forever, but 2020 was a time of a lot of reorganizing of my thoughts. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I mean, listen, I think 2020 was so negative for all of us mm-hmm. that like all the positive things that we forgot about that did happen to us at least individually like just felt weird to celebrate or Mm -hmm. acknowledge because like you know because I had a pretty good 2020 professionally yeah but it feels so weird to celebrate not because like of ego or I think um you know I don't want to I not for any other reason beyond shit was also very bad yeah yeah <laughs> no i get like, you even yeah. personally it's and like, like yeah yeah the backdrop was like a burning trash fire but it's also like we yeah. all knew that so sometimes we shorthand and celebrate something yeah. but i yeah sometimes it feels weird not to preface it with i know things are bad but also here but it's like i think everyone yeah. is in that boat it's uh i mean one thing that i think is beneficial is it definitely taught us to celebrate our wins hopefully hopefully Mm -hmm. uh you know because it definitely taught us to not take you know for granted i totally know what you mean about like i was very sparse about posting as well but then sometimes yeah it's it's weird i i think that everyone shares that in a way that i hope 2021 when we open up like we all understand that being happy doesn't mean we're not uh, cognizant of pain because we have all suffered different degrees you know and I hope that doesn't mean we have to be in it forever that's what I always tell people when they're like oh like how can you be happy when something bad happened it's like well do you want me to be sad forever because I I can I'm trying not to be (laughs) yeah yeah shit no we want people to be listen we man we (laughs) we all fucked up we all fucked up we can't be sad forever yeah that's why we coming out of this pandemic happy smiling horny <laughs> happy like everybody yeah, yeah, like yeah, this pandemic sure. everybody coming out of this pandemic with just the glow up and i can't fucking wait for it oh my god same um what are you looking for okay so this is our last congrats check-in like and already i feel like in the last month so many cool things have happened what are you looking mm-hmm. forward to like sort of long run in the next year like especially now that i feel like we really are going to open up soon um, yeah any any cool goals or manifestations you want to throw out there I mean, I'm I'm going to Chicago in a couple months, uh, or not, next month, which would be nice, you know, see my grandma and oh, nice. aunts, and mm-hmm. um, we're also going for a sad reason. We're going to have my fiance's mom memorial, who oh, passed away a couple months ago. So, you know, that'll be sad, but it'll be nice to be home mm-hmm. um, and get that nice recharge. And then, uh, you know, audition season has picked up. I've been auditioning a lot lately, so... Hell yeah. I feel like I was like right on the cusp of I was testing before the pandemic and like shit like that. And then, you know, obviously the pandemic stopped that. So I hope, you know, that big goal 
just to kind of re repick up that momentum and steam. And uh, I got a couple animated shows and some VO work coming out Ooh. this year. That'll be pretty cool to be out there in the world and uh, yeah, see see what's going on from there. Just and then also, man, just like chill, just chill yeah. and be outside more and see I know. friends. I, want, I can't wait to go to a pool party and just swim with people and not have to wear a mask or stand away from each other. Yeah, what about you? What was what you looking forward to? I, I need to know. <laughs> I'm headlining. Um, it's funny because it's like now clubs are gonna start opening, so I feel like timing wise, this is good, but. My first headlining comedy club, but it's on Zoom, uh, April 15th at Nowhere Comedy Club. And then I'm I'm hoping, like, once things open, there's a bit of anxiety about, like, having to get back on the quote-unquote grind. But I feel more equipped with, like, the balance of my own. I've been, like, writing more and not just doing stand-up. So I think for me, I'm looking forward to continuing, um, not having to feel like I have to choose. Like, I'm, I'm writing a feature right now and a new pilot that I'm excited about. So I think doing that, realizing I can also keep doing stand-up. Because obviously, without doing stand-up every day in quarantine, I was still able to put stuff out. So I feel like hopeful about what things will be like when I'm allowed out. Thanks. That's dope. And I think I'm going to shoot a short... Oh, you know what? I'm going to just put this out there. I'm going to direct a short film right before pandemic. This is very appropriate because I... Um, Directed you in a sketch in a, um, as my sort of like way to be like, I want to direct, but I, let me like start with something manageable that's like shorter. It's not a whole short or feature. And I had such a great experience. And then we went into pandemic. So I think now that we're opening up, I'm, I, I am going to shoot that short that I wanted to. And it's and eventually a feature, which won't be for like another year or two, I think. But that's that's nice. long, long term plan. That's good. Go. That's good. Go. Yeah. I can't wait to. Uh the seat whatever you got whatever you bring out next thanks should we open up the floor to see if anyone else has any um things they want to share oh yeah no doubt let's let's do that i see a few people in here if this is a hype up time if you guys have any good news good news only or anything you're excited about and want to raise your hand we'll just congratulate you and just share it we got a we got a raised hand hey sabina okay hey y'all just want to say hi hi what's up sabrina how are you I'm doing all right. Uh, I don't have anything, like, too major going on, but I did secure annual pass holder resis for Universal Studios next week. Ooh. Oh, shit. Nice. Which was, which was great until Disneyland decided to be really savage and release their reservation system the day that oh. most annual pass holders are going to be Universal. So that that is going to be a thing. Oh, wow. Well, you have to <laughs> oh, go damn. in person to get it? So the drama is that Disneyland is basically has basically broken up with pass holders and they're not doing anything for us at all. Like we're just legacy pass holders. We're retired, I guess. Um, But Universal Studios, like when Disneyland made that announcement, Universal made a tweet that was like, oh, we love our Universal Studios pass holders. And that was like during the pandemic when all this was like going down. So now... On April 15th, Universal Studios pass holders are going to have a, a like a, a pre-opening day where it's just pass holders the day before Universal Studios opens to everybody. Ooh. And um, basically, Disneyland threw massive shade today. And so when everyone was trying to get their Universal Studio reservations, they announced that their tickets and reservation system is going to go up the day that everyone's huh. going to be at Universal Studios. Wow. You know, Disney, listen, I love Disney so much. 
But these past like three, four months, Disney Disney has kind of become trash as fuck. Well, you know what? Yeah. We can end on a fuck Disney. I think that's still considered good news. Um, congratulations. <laughs> I know. Congratulations, this Sabina. Be, congrats, Sabina, for getting to Universal. You're going to have a blast, and I'm jealous. And one day we got to go to these parks together. Oh, yes, my God. I can't do. wait. I want to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Where can people follow you, Jaquees, and find your new things and, you know, check out all your, your cool comedy? Uh, easy way to find me. My name, uh, at Jaquees Neal on everything. Uh, but yeah, this has been dope, Teresa. I've, I've enjoyed talking to you. I can't wait to see you, uh, soon. Yeah. Vaccinated people. I can't and, wait. We'll uh, party. We'll go yeah, to Disneyland. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Congratulations. Congratulations is created and edited by Teresa Lee. It's recorded on the Clubhouse app. It's produced by Hoo Ha Ha. The Hoo Ha Ha podcast team includes Ashley McAtee, Audrey Provar, Maggie Reed Austin, Kari Asad, Ryan Mildorf. The theme song for this podcast was written and performed by Hell Rose. You can find Hell Rose's songs out on Spotify, Bandcamp, all of that iTunes and this outro background music is written by Shipwreck Sailor. I don't know why I said that weird Shipwreck Sailor. Thank you so much for listening. You can contact me at tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next week.